When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is always a pleasure when we get a chance to talk to Herm Edwards, ESPN football analyst, one of the most positive and good guys you'll ever talk to. He oh, the joins coach. Us. The coach, no doubt. He joins us right now on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Coach, it's Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, talking to you again. We appreciate the time. How are we doing today? I'm doing well, man, and I really appreciate you guys uh, having me on your show. I was listening to your show yesterday, and I was getting a little heated up there, up there yesterday around this time. <laughs> what ticked <laughs> you off? <laughs> no, I, I was loving it. I was just saying, boy, they got passion for what they believe in, and that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we get a little bit spicy on this one, Coach. We do. We do. Yes, I love it. I yeah, love it. And, Coach, speaking of spicy, a lot of people have different takes on Dak Prescott. Of course, coming off yeah. of that disappointing outing off the bye week in Lambeau Field, losing to the Packers, and now having to go on the road against the Minnesota Vikings, who just had an impressive win in Buffalo. Our very own Bar Scott has been saying this the last couple of weeks, that Dak Prescott is overrated and not a quarterback that can lead you to a championship. Where do you land on Dak Prescott and how much of a factor he can be on the Cowboys potentially making a Super Bowl run in 2022? Well, obviously, uh, when you play with the ball, uh, and that happens to be the quarterback position. There's a lot of eyes on you. And um, right now, Dak is, you know, he, he, he's struggling some. In the passing game more than anything else. Because you think about this guy, and we lose sight of this, you know, he threw 37 touchdowns. Yeah. And right now, he's at six touchdowns, four interceptions. Now, I understand he missed some games. But, you know, their passing attack, the Dallas Cowboys right now, ranked, what, 26th in throwing the football? Mm-hmm. And they're only averaging 23 points a game, and their defense is only giving up 18 points a game. So what does that mean to you as a coach? Well, it means, you know what, we're playing in a lot of one-score games. And if you're playing one-score games, that's okay. But if your quarterback has the ball on that last drive, he better do something in the passing game. And right now, that's where they're struggling. They're not connecting enough in the passing game. Everything else seems to be okay. You know, their defense is a little shaky against the run, 29th but they take the ball away enough to give it back to their offense where they have a 6-3 and three record. So, Herm, with the idea earlier in the year when Dak was out with Cooper Rush, mm. they had this new identity yeah. offensively where they were running it first and foremost and asking Cooper to do very minimal stuff. Do they need to make sure they are leaning in that direction here with Dak? They still run the ball. They're eighth in the league rushing the ball. Mm-hmm. It's the 26th passing is the one that's a little bit like, wait a minute. I'm not saying Dak Prescott should go back and throw it 40 times. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is this. He's going to have to do similar to what the guy he's playing against this week, Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins, think about it, thrown 14 touchdown passes already. They're seventh in the league in passing. You wouldn't think that of the Minnesota Vikings. You would think, oh, you know what, the Vikings just, they play this ball control, eh, kind of. But they're seventh in the league in throwing the football, and they're tw- and they're and, and really they're they're twenty third in the league in rushing the ball. 
Talking with ESPN football analyst Herm Edwards on Canny and Carlin. And, Coach, pivoting to what's going on in Buffalo, we're getting word that the league is moving the game from Buffalo to Detroit. That's where the Bills and the Cleveland Browns are supposed to hook up on Sunday. Of course, we know the Bills are also scheduled to play on Thanksgiving Day. As a former head coach, how would you handle dealing with this week with all of the unsettled travel schedule uh, because of the weather? How do you handle all of those different things as a head coach? Well, basically, I wouldn't talk about it a whole lot. And I would say, don't listen to us. The outside noises of everybody telling you what to do and how this is going to affect you. It's not going to affect you. Hey, last time I checked, I get to play with 11 at home and 11 on the road. Mm-hmm. And we're going in the dome. And maybe that's even better. We're going in the dome. We're playing. Because when you think about it, you know, players are accustomed to routine. Yes, and this yeah. is a little bit out of their routine, right? I mean, but, but you got to make it fun for them. So, hey, guys, you know, we're, we're going on a road game. It's okay. We're, going, we're just going to Detroit. No big deal. And, and make it fun. But don't talk about it a whole lot. Because really what they got to do, they got to get right. I mean, offensively, right? We're, we're, we're on the quarterback, and everybody's looking at this quarterback, and I'm going, everybody – I said, the question I got for everybody talking about Josh Allen is this. You going to get rid of him? No. He's your quarterback. I can remember about two weeks, three weeks ago, we were talking about Captain America, Tom Brady. He's 45, he might be done. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, too. Okay, so that's just part of being the quarterback. What he has to do is this. It's very simple. Understand situation football better. And don't rely so much on trying to make the big play. Sometimes not throwing the ball to the other guy is the biggest play you can make. Mm-hmm. He's, a fine, he's a fine player. He's going to get better, guys. That's what people don't realize. They want this, all of a sudden, he should be doing Look, the guy, he hasn't been in the league that long. He's going he's gonna to make some mistakes. But I tell you what, if I'm the coach of that football team, I sleep good on Saturday night because I know who my quarterback is. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL football analyst. Okay, Herm, with that in mind, I have always been fascinated by how to help a young quarterback find Mm -hmm. that line. Because when you see him at this juncture throwing the red zone interceptions, you know, as a fan, it's maddening. But I'm sure as a coach, it's even more so. But how do you allow a young guy to be himself while trying to coach the mistakes out of him? And, and and that's the hard part. You know, you, you, it, it's the Brett Favre scenario, right? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 okay. Right? It, it's just, <laughs> you see it, and you know it's going to happen. And, and you say, and what I would tell him is this. Look, when you have free recess, and what I mean by free recess, when you get off script, in other words, when the play breaks down and you leave the pocket and you start this free recess where there's no rules, there's no lines you got to stay in, now you got to improve on that part of the passing game for us. you got to realize, hey, look, you have the ball in your hand, and, and, and you're affecting a lot of people with this football. Two things you got to do when you get off script, and it's free recess. When you run, make sure you know when the journey's over. I don't want you running over, guys. We don't do that. If we're in the playoffs, and you're trying to score a touchdown, that's one thing. But in open field, you run out of bounds and you slide. Stop this tough guy stuff. That don't work. Eventually you get hurt. We don't want that. And when you do have free recess, make sure when you throw the football, it's a one-on-one situation where you can throw it up and the receiver wins or the DB knocks it down, but don't throw it into a crowd when you go recess. 
Coach, I want to ask you about an AFC East rivalry that you're very familiar with. The Patriots mm-hmm. hosting the New York Jets this weekend. <laughs> uh, the Jets have lost yeah, something yeah, like yeah. 12 straight to the Pats. We're getting reports out in New England that people in the building uh, aren't necessarily sold on Matt Jones being the long-term answer at quarterback. Feels like the Jets are winning in spite of Zach Wilson and not because of him. H- how big is this game, not only for both teams, but for both quarterbacks? Well, obviously, uh, look, we know the quarterback situation in New York, okay? I mean, with the, with the, with the New England, I'm sorry. And I think this, for Zach Wilson, he's a young quarterback, and I don't think he can get involved in this. I'm going to try to win the game. No, 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 no. Don't try to win the game. Understand this. You can lose the game quicker than you can win the game. Hmm. And when you play a team like the New England Patriots, you have to understand this. They're going to show you something exactly opposite of what's about to happen because that's what they do. They do it very well. They're going to bring pressure. We know that. We did that last time. He threw three interceptions, right? So that's on that side of it. When you're Matt Jones, it's kind of funny. You know, I can remember – I'm that old, but when Tom Brady was a young quarterback for the New England Patriots, he wasn't, he wasn't Captain America then. And they actually lived they, – they played an offense that was a little bit, uh, you know, run the ball, a little play action pass. Then they went and got Randy Moss, you know, and he's running down the field and he puts his hand up, and that means mailbox open, We're, you know, just throw it. <laughs> and then they went through where they opened it up, and Captain America was throwing all these short passes, right? So I just think it's involved. But the people in New England are spoiled, right? Mm. <laughs> They're used to winning championships, winning Super Bowls with Captain America and obviously Bill Belichick. Well, they got a new, they got a new quarterback. Just remember this, guys. He's replacing a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know how hard that is? And you're in New England, a team that wins Super Bowls, a team that's always in the championship games, it seems like, every other year. That's what that poor guy's got to deal with. Herm Edwards, Herm, last one from me, and this is sure. Chiefs Chargers uh, on Sunday night. Oh uh, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and Chiefs are banged up right now at receiver. They lost Juju Smith-Schuster the other day. Mikael Hardman, mm-hmm. same thing. Um, you know, even um, Marquez Valdez-Scanley took a bad hit in that game, too. Uh, Herm, can they just keep running kind of whoever out there to make plays considering who the quarterback is? Well, you may, you said it right. Uh, the quarterback levels the playing field for, for that whole offense, right? And last time I checked, they still have the tight end. Uh, Andy does a, mar- a marvelous job of, of, of calling plays, uh, designing plays. And, you know, this team is one of those teams, every time you think, well, somebody's gone, you know, they thought that when the receiver left Miami, right? What are they going to do? They're not going to be able to throw the ball anymore. Huh? What, really? Did they forget they got the quarterback? <laughs> Look, guys. It's real simple in this league, in any league. And I've always said this. When you don't have a quarterback or you're struggling at that position, the field is 150 yards long. Not 100, 150. <laughs> it's just hard to make first downs. When you have a quarterback, but you know how good it is you go to sleep at night on Saturday night? You're going, man, come on. I'm walking <laughs> in the ball yard with a quarterback. And I've been on both sides of it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> with, with some that I go to sleep really good and some I just have nightmares. But, oh, man, and we can just Herm, make a first Herm, who is the one you, who is the one you slept the best with? <laughs> oh, Chad Pennington. Oh, yeah. Chad wow. Pennington, boy. He was marvelous. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, we won, the, we won the division with Chad. 
yep. in 2002. I mean, after we started off bad, when I made the switch, Vinny was a starting quarterback and we were struggling. And I told the team, I said, look, it's not Vinny's fault. It's bad coaching, bad this. And I, I, I told Vinny, I said, Vinny, I could change a lot of positions and I'm going to make an impact. I said, but when I changed the quarterback position, everybody kind of goes, what? And it ended up working out okay. Awesome stuff, as usual, Herm. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you both. God bless you now. Herm Edwards, ESPN football analyst. Uh, I'll tell you what. Hmm. You, you touched on it the other day. I did that game this past weekend. Kadarius Tony is going to be something. For He's me. special, isn't he? I mean, he slid right in and did everything that McCole Hardman did. Yeah. Everything. Well, he's, Jet sweeps, he's, he's, you he's everything it. that Dave Gettleman thought he was when he got drafted. Unfortunately, Kadarius Tony didn't want to do it with the Giants. He's doing it with the Chiefs now mm. that he has the best quarterback in the game. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. The Eagles had some major concerns, but the Cavalry is on the way, and not just back from injury. We'll explain next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I saw Canty, like, this morning I had no interest in getting out of bed. And, and not because I was feeling away. I was just like, man, I love bed. <laughs> well, well, here's the other thing. It's Friday, and yeah. it's the week before a holiday, a major holiday. Right. So you could understand how you'd be dragging a little bit because there's a lot going on. You got responsibilities outside of work. I know I have a lot of responsibilities. Being a newlywed, my wife is asking me to do everything under the sun before we get out of town. Oh. So I get it. Are we getting the duck next week? Is that done? Oh, we're getting three ducks next week. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's three ducks. We got three ducks and a ham. So the duck is the bird of honor in my house. There will be no turkey. Okay. No turkey. It, I, I am opposed, adamantly opposed. And I respect that completely because, yeah. as I've said many times, turkey, completely overrated. Yes. Um. Uh, will you be, will any of the ducks be fried, deep fried? No, no deep fried ducks. See, I'm a, I would do that. I'm just scared to death that I'm going to blow the house up. Because yeah. you always see those things that come up every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Where somebody just destroys the outside of their house. Yeah, that's always a problem. There will be no deep fried ducks. I do think there will be some deep fried seafood the night before because Big Bro is doing a low country boil. Oh. And, and he's going to fry some fish and some shrimp. So that's where you put all that all in together with like some yeah, corn and things exactly, like that? Exactly. Okay. So you got okay. a little, little bit of the... And Dooley Sausage, you know, he's going to hook all of that stuff up. And I said, 
are you sure you can do that outside of the kitchen? Because the night before, the wife has made it clear that she is commandeering the kitchen. Yeah. Because this is her first Thanksgiving officially as Mrs. Canty. Right. So that's a big deal. Oh, it, it oh. that's a big deal. Because her mom is going to be there and my mom is going to be there. Oh. But, so this is her oh. This is her first Thanksgiving as Mrs. Canty. Oh, and so up. she's like, listen, your brother can come down, and if he wants to cook rather than us going out to dinner, that's fine. But he's going to have to cook on the grill and on the deep fryer outside. He can't cook anything in the house. I told bro, I said, bro, are you sure you can do this? And he was like, I got it, bro. I got the deep fryer. You got the big green egg. I'm going to make it work. It's going to be all good. I said, bro, don't get me in trouble with my new wife on our first major holiday together. So there's a lot of pressure. Wow, there is. A lot of pressure on bro. I can respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. The first time we hosted in our, our first house... Was probably a year and a half after we got married, uh-huh. and we were doing the turkey, and and family from both sides coming in. Uh-huh. A lot of people, probably 15, 20, and we were doing uh, tri tip on the grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I did, and and this would you would be so mad at me. So you'd be so mad what at me to begin do? with. What did you do? It's a gas grill. Why? Well, put it on the gas grill. Did not check the level of the propane before. No gas. Halfway through. Oh. Shut down. I am running out to Walmart on Thanksgiving Day. I got my wise-ass Aunt Billy walking up the... the Where you going? I couldn't <laughs> find your house. <laughs> oh, I looked for the big Rutgers flag, like you said. And I said, yeah, and there it is. And I went out, and I got it, and I came back, and I, I was... Just in one of those holiday steaming moods. Yeah. You're so frustrated. So You're angry flustered. with myself. Everything is not going the way you oh. planned it. Yeah. Oh. And so we, I go, I get it. We, we end up cooking it. Still okay. It turned out okay. Yeah. Right. And then. But what was your stress level at that moment, though? Oh. 28. <laughs> 28. And then our sink backs up. Oh, no. Our sink backs Tragedy. up. Yes. So the sink backs up. There is a bathroom right next to the kitchen. It was a small house. Uh-huh. And a half-finished basement. The backed-up sink starts leaking through to the basement. Mm. And my nieces are doing the dishes in the bathtub. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. And my Aunt Billy, again, comes up. Makes my mother-in-law cry because she steps up and says, what, no Brussels sprouts? It's not Thanksgiving without Brussels sprouts. And she went back to smoking her Carlton 120 outside. Is that the biggest holiday crisis that you've ever experienced? (sighs) It's up there. It's up there? I wouldn't say it's the biggest. Well, I mean, listen, no law enforcement was called, so I would say that's on the mild side. No, the other one, (laughs) no, the one that involved law enforcement (laughs) was at my brother's in Maryland. Exactly. I'll tell the story, and it's unfortunate. It's one of those things where, again, Aunt Billy. Aunt Billy, she's in the mix. She's in the mix. Uh, I'll make it quick. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Hmm. In Frederick, Maryland, my brother Bill's house. Uh, Everybody's enjoying themselves. We're all having a great time. Yeah. Uh, Bill and I and my brother Dan go downstairs. We're assembling an air hockey table for Christmas. Yeah. 
Billy, Aunt Billy, slips out when nobody's looking, and she's going back to the hotel, except that Aunt Billy has had a couple of cocktails. Oh, no. And should not be driving. Okay. She wasn't schnookered, but she shouldn't be driving. She shouldn't be driving anyway. 20 minutes after she leaves, somebody realizes she's gone. She did the old Irish exit. Yeah. And then another 20 minutes later, the Frederick Police Department calls. (laughs) She has, and she was fine physically, and nobody else was hurt, thank God. Thank God. She drove up onto a curb and hit a telephone pole. And she was fine. She was fine. And so, because the jug handle, she was trying to get on a jug handle, but she clearly shouldn't have been doing it. And we go down there. My brothers go down there to get her. The car is totaled. And the police officer could not have been nicer. He is there. It is Christmas Eve. He's got his girlfriend with him. They're just spending time together. He's being as nice as possible. And all she's doing is yelling, And by the way, why do they have a light here anyway? (laughs) I just walked over. Shut up. Shut up. Man, Aunt Billy needs her own reality TV show. I don't know. Where have you been hiding this, Jim Carlin? Oh, God. All right, you can take us to break on that one. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. So let's let's call this what it is. A disappointment. It's been a disappointment. It, it's, it's comparable to the Green Bay Packers season, right? Our season with picks? Yeah, I don't... It's about I, there. I'm not packing it in yet. I'm not shipping no, home the cars yet. No, we're not shipping yet. the cars home, but we're we're... I mean, it's getting late early for us with yes. the Pick'em Challenge. We are into week 11 already, which is mind-boggling. But yeah. here we are. And unfortunately, this past week, we had an 0-3 week. Yes. So we now find ourselves in the basement of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge by ourselves, all together. Yeah. Yes. We are 12-16-2. Uh-huh. Freddie and Fitzsimmons are 16-12-2, as is Greeny. Spain and Fitz... KJM, Barton Hahn, all 13, 15, and 2. 
and then us bringing up the rear. Yes. And I understand that it got a little chirpy earlier today. Yeah, in the 2 o'clock hour on Barton Hahn. Didn't really appreciate some of the things that they had to say about us with the Pick'em Challenge. Yeah. I'm not going to get into a a finger-pointing game. I'm going to point the thumb, and I'm going to say, let's get this fixed. Yeah. And so that's what we are going to do. And we will begin with an AFC East battle. Jets at Patriots. Okay. My initial inclination here with the Patriots, three-point favorites over the Jets. Is that accurate? Or is yes, it, that's correct. Okay. Patriots are three-point favorites over the Jets. Yeah. Uh, my initial inclination here. Actually, it's now four. No, it's three and a half. Excuse All right, well, me. Three the, and a half. For our purposes, it's three. they've said it We're at going three. three? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for my purposes here, look, what happened a few weeks ago happened because of bad turnovers. But my inclination uh, leads toward the Jets because I think they have better talent. But this, to me, in in a lot of ways, I'm very comfortable going either way. What are your initial thoughts? Are we sure the Jets are coming back from the bye week? It's a great question because they went in. It's a young football team. They went in with a big win over the Buffalo Bills, feeling good about themselves because they had won five of their last six. I don't know. It feels like a natural spot for a letdown against a team that they have lost 12 straight to. And I get that a lot of players have changed on that Patriots team, but they still got Bill Belichick as the head coach. And last time I checked, Bill Belichick does great against young quarterbacks in terms of confusing them. Okay. So we're thinking that we're going to go with the Patriots here. Yes. Now, what did Barton Hahn go with? I believe Barton Hahn picked the Jets. You know Bart is a Jets homer. Right. Yeah. So, are we going to fade everything they did? Or are well, we we're, going gonna, to... we're certainly going to fade them on this play right here. Okay. And here's why I like this pick. The New York Jets are a pretty good defense. Are they not? Yeah. Pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. Their front gets after the quarterback. They generate a lot of takeaways. Their secondary is outstanding, led by Sauce Gardner, who we believe is the best cornerback in the National Football League. But that ain't what the Patriots are going to do on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to check the oil of that defensive front for the Jets by running the football. And I can see this being a situation we're talking about Ramondre Stevens and Damian Lewis, if he's able to play. I mean, you're talking about them guys. Damian Harris, excuse me. You're talking about those guys combined getting 35-plus touches on the ground. I think this is going to be that kind of game for the Patriots. And that's why I like that, because it doesn't necessarily create a lot of opportunities for Mac Jones to turn it over. Game one, Patriots minus three. Let's do it. Cowboys at Vikings. Cowboys one and a half point favorites on the road. Again, I want to reiterate that. Cowboys are one and a half point favorites on the road against the Minnesota Vikings, an eight and one team. This is one of those situations where somebody is yelling at us to take the Vikings, right? Mm-hmm. Because the Cowboys just lost in Green Bay. They got run all over. And yet somehow they are one and a half point favorites because people aren't believing in the Vikings. It feels like a trap. It feels like the classic Vegas trap. I'm with you a thousand percent. Emotional win for Minnesota in overtime on the road against a team that a lot of people thought would be the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. I just 
And there's a lot of turnover luck with the Minnesota Vikings. Think about it. You needed a fourth and 18 conversion to Justin Jefferson on that last drive. You needed Josh Allen to fumble the ball in the end zone. You needed him to throw an interception to seal the game in overtime. I don't know that Dak Prescott is going to turn it over on that rate, and I don't know that the Cowboys' game plan is going to create the opportunities for that secondary to generate takeaways. So I think this is a spot where the Dallas Cowboys get back on track. Cowboys minus one and a half. That's it. We are not going to fall for it. What did Barton Hahn do? They went with the Vikings, didn't they? I think they did. Oh, okay. So we're going to fade them again. Fading them again. Cowboys minus one and a half. Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, Listen, I did the Chiefs game this past week. The Chiefs, to me, are a team that is going to beat teams that they are supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not earlier this year against the Colts, but I'm thinking they got that out of their system. Mm. Now, earlier today, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both practiced fully, and Williams uh, says that he should be out there. Okay. Now, having said all of that, where are you leaning here? Chiefs on the road against the Chargers. Well, here's the thing. If there's any place that the Chiefs can get God, it's in their pass defense, right? But the biggest problem with the Chargers is they haven't had their receivers in the lineup and getting the productivity that you would expect with a quarterback like Justin Herbert. Do you know who leads the Chargers in targets this season, Carlin? Austin Eckler, the running back. Yeah. It's not exactly what you're looking for to take advantage of. The 25th-ranked pass defense in the National Football League. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs, and I don't care that Mahomes doesn't have Schuster, Smith, or Smith Schuster, or Nicole Harmon. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm saying we're going Kansas City here. There it is. What did, what did Barton Hahn pick in this? Did one? they pick the Chargers? They picked the Chargers, yes. Okay, good. So we are fading them on all three. All of them, yeah. Okay. That's a good place to be. I kind of think it is. Yeah. This is where it begins. So our picks. Cowboys minus one and a half, Chiefs minus six, Patriots minus three. All favorites this week. Hmm. Interesting. All favorites this week. We're going to get back on. We're going to get back on the right side of this. I know it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance gives you protection on the phone, online, or on the app 24-7 because things happen 24-7, quote, at Progressive.com. In just moments, we have not talked about a missing element for the Buffalo Bills all season long. It is time to start talking about what the Bills are missing. That is next after this from our friends at FanDuel. Now, look, you know the deal, all right? Football season, we're in the right in the heart of it. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel America's number one sports book. Now, right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, remarkably easy to use. FanDuel's got all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner 
of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Drop that ball, Josh Allen. That ball came loose. We had opportunities to win the game, and we got to do a better job taking care of the football. To the end zone. Yes! It is by Patrick Peterson. And the Minnesota Vikings are eight and one. Uh, losing sucks. I got to be better. I got to be better. Remember early in the season when we were spending a lot of time talking about Brian Dayball and the job that he's doing with the New York Giants, but at the same time, really marveling over Ken Dorsey taking over and how there really didn't seem to be much of a fall-off? Yeah. Yeah. About Not so that. much. <laughs> about that. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. A reminder, by the way, to tune in for college football action tomorrow. Michigan at the beat ho- at the big house hosting Illinois, presented by Dr Pepper. I said Illinois weird. Yeah, Illinois. Very, very, yeah, very weird. Yeah, Michigan hosts Illinois, presented by Dr Pepper. Coverage begins eleven thirty a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. This is what is ultimately coming back to hurt the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Not just that Brian Dable is gone. But I just think the the influence that he had on the situation. What are we seeing with Daniel Jones this season that we haven't seen before? He's taking care of the football, Carlin. He's not turning it over. Coming Bingo. into this year, Daniel Jones had fifty total turnovers to four. I mean, fifty total touchdowns to forty nine total turnovers. Yeah, that's not good for your starting quarterback nope. to have forty nine turnovers in three years. But that's where Daniel Jones found himself. This year, he's doing a much better job of taking care of the ball, man. Now, I get it. It's in limited opportunities to throw the ball, but he's only thrown two interceptions, Carlin. That's a huge shift in terms of the player that we saw before 
versus what we're getting out of him now. And the only way to explain it is Brian Dable. And remember that scene from week one where he was in Tennessee, he threw the interception in the red zone in the second half, and you saw Brian Dable go over to him and chew him out. Yep. Daniel Jones has been doing a better job of taking care of the football. And so when I see Josh Allen turning the ball over at the rate that we've seen over the last three weeks, I start to think about, Brian Dayball potentially being the difference in terms of keeping the guardrails on Josh Allen so you don't have these meltdowns like we've seen over the last month or so. So here's what I want to know, Chris. With the, the relationship that evolves, not just between quarterback and coordinator, but big-time player and coordinator, really on either side of the ball and how they handle that. Because is this a simple case of where the different approach, seemingly, that Ken Dorsey takes in working with Josh Allen. I'm guessing he probably treats this maybe even a little bit more like a partnership than maybe Brian Dable did before, just out of the standpoint that Allen was much younger. Well, yeah, and think about it. Allen hadn't established that he was a franchise quarterback when Brian Dable was calling the plays. Right. But when you get a $200 million contract, you're the guy, and there's a lot more pressure in that relationship, in that dynamic with your O.C., in Ken Dorsey as opposed to what it was with Brian Dayball. So when you promote Dorsey from within, from what, quarterback's coach up to coordinator, that relationship is already in place, and I wonder how difficult it is to kind of change your approach, um, if you need to, to get the most out of your quarterback. Well, here's the thing. I don't even know if it's a matter matter of changing your approach if you're the OC. It could just be a matter of the play call. Colin, you limit his options. I mean, if you're worried about him trying to do too much, then, you know, you, you take it out of his hands. You know, on, on long downs and distances where it seems like it's improbable that you'll convert, call a draw play and make sure that you preserve the right to kick and end the drive with a kick. A field goal or a punt, if you end your drive with that, it's not going to kill you because you know how explosive this offense is. But if you end the drive in a turnover, then not only – are you killing your defense, but you're taking away possessions that your offense could score? So I just it just feels like a situation where Josh Allen has fallen in love with some of his natural gifts and at times tries to force things, whereas he has to be more situationally aware of when the right time to take those risks are. If this last game was not the evidence that he needed, was not the final kick in the pants, so to speak, that he needed, what is? I don't know. Yeah. But he's got 13 turnovers on the season, Carlin. Nine of them have been when his team is leading the game. Well, like for me, this has to be now. This yeah. has to end now. Whatever it is, whether it's falling in love with your own abilities, whether it's your belief in your own abilities to get it done no matter how tight the window is, it ends now. Because you're, you're you may be the superstar of this team, but you are also capable of completely screwing things up for this team, and that can't happen. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. 